Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And hope you had a wonderful weekend. And uh, Super Bowl was pretty good. The whole, it was like a, a complete package, pretty much. Uh, you know, everything was pretty good. You know, I didn't see, in my opinion, okay, I'm just going to say that, I didn't see a whole lot where you could just kind of nitpick different things that were horrible or or anything like that. You know, the the game was very good. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and Patrick Mahomes. And also congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles and – and, oh, gosh, I'm having a moment here – Jalen Hurts. Uh, but every, everybody did well in the game, and congratulations to Rihanna who put forth an ex- exceptional halftime show and um, brought her little bundle of joy w- with her. Uh, and uh, I, I kind of worry about all of that exertion with that, but you know, I'm, I'm glad she's she you know put on a good performance, and I hope she is well. She and hers are well. So anyway, it is the second Monday of the month, and that means we are back with our hair care hotline and stylist and nurse extraordinaire, Candace Thomas. Good morning, Candace. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. I just haven't seen you in a while, so I'm <laughs> I'm a little unnerved and thrown by that, but, you know, it's always good to talk to you, and thank you for continuing to come back to the show. How you been? I've been doing pretty good. We've been doing pretty good. Good, good. So being a a new mom uh, in the last uh, several months and stuff like that, maybe talk to me about, uh, I guess, Rihanna and and not just with her, but her whole team of people put on a performance. And I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but it was a lot of physical exertion and I just being concerned about her as a pregnant mom, is that a good thing, even if it's just the one time? It really, she didn't use that much exertion. Like we, okay. you know, I think like a lot, like a lot of us think she did. She actually played it on the safe side. She kind of looked at it, kind of like how it went. Um, right. So I think that she did really good when it came mm-hmm. to the performance and how she spent her time and her energy 
It wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, because some of the comments I saw was like, oh, she did. it wasn't such entertaining as Beyonce. Well, yeah, she was pregnant. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was my thing. And because uh, my husband were, and I was debating back and forth, and I'm like, you know, and I've never been a mom, but I'm like, that girl is pregnant. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's like, really? So, like, he was like, my, my husband always has to go and confirm it through somebody else, but even though it was plainly visible to me. Although she, she kind of camouflaged it a little bit, but um, there was a lot of camouflage going on with all of those those outfits i kept i kept hoping that no one was gonna pass out from all of that work that they were doing it was choreographed pretty well um all of that work and then all of that those that those clothes i was just kind of concerned but but yeah i was i i did have a little bit of concern about her but i'm i'm pretty you know i was kind of confident that she was you know she knows what's what the priority is and that's the baby so so tell me. Yeah, um, she did an excellent job. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. So tell me. I, I sent you something. I'm, I'm going to go there first. I sent you something, uh, a picture of something. Uh, like, I guess maybe it was last week or something. It's been the last couple of weeks, I think, about uh, head um, cover yeah, that I was going to use for sleeping that they say it was plant-based. You know, it's like it seems like everything's getting into – plant-based stuff and supposedly they were pitching this as um safer for the hair versus uh regular polyester uh silk or satin i mean satin um and so i wanted to kind of get your opinion on on that did you get a chance to to did you see it yeah i saw it i didn't really get too much chance to really dive in deeper into um exactly what makes it better than the other ones um mm-hmm. but i'm just you know i was wondering i said okay i first of all they're not supposed to necessarily do false advertising although people seem like they get away with it all the time but the other Correct. thing is is that is this a not just another way is this really safer is this really better or is this is another way of just jumping on the plant-based bandwagon for no reason. I feel like it's another way of jumping on a plant-based bandwagon for no reason. Um, Okay. Because there hasn't been anything proven that textiles that are non-plant-based, that is going to make a difference. Now, Mm -hmm. plant-based, if you really want to take into consideration, cotton is plant-based. Yeah. But... Right? Yeah. Cotton is plant based. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Now, silk, depending on how it's made, it can, may not be plant based, but um, mm-hmm. cotton is. And we're also yeah. saying, hey, don't use cotton because it, it, it absorbs, which is what cotton does. Um, right. So, let's use something different. Um, so is the fiber cotton? The question is, nobody knows. Um, so <laughs> uh, I think it's one of those bandwagon things that people are getting into uh, when it comes to plant-based because you know, with our diet, everything is, is coming, is more going back to plant-based for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But when I, but study history on that, you do need some type of man-made, some type of, not man-made, but some type of animal protein in your diet um, for various reasons or because there's vitamins in it that you can't get from plants. Um, so then you have to take those supplements, right? If you're a true vegan, then you know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be against that, right? You can be a vegan, but don't say that Candace says vegan, being vegan is bad. I'm not saying that. Um, it does have its benefits, but you just have to make sure that you're taking those supplements that you're not getting from the protein, the meat. Um, so when it comes to something like that, I think it's just getting on the bandwagon because if you just kind of do this basic research, you know, one of the fibers that we do wear on a regular basis is cotton. Cotton is plant-based. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So um, I, one of the things that I saw uh, this morning, um, and um, I'm not, I don't know much about the product, and I don't know if you do too, and it's a, a, a product called, called Olaplex. Uh, this is on uh, cbsnews.com. Uh, there's about, well, it says about 30 consumers, and and I don't know if they're going to bring on other people, but um, they're suing this brand, Olaplex, saying that the products damage their hair and scalps and leaving them with bald spots and other injuries. And my question to you is that um, aren't, for the most part, it, it, isn't it any chemical that if you don't use it properly can cause these possibilities? Is this not correct? Yes, that's correct. Now, Olaplex, Olaplex was, is a product that I used to use in salon when I was in salon. Um, it was only made for salon use only, okay? Mm, okay. Only. So, a good chunk of Olaplex is still salon use only. Now, do people get their hands on salon use stuff all the time and use it and don't know how, don't have proper knowledge on how to properly use it? Of course, right? Mm-hmm, right. So it is a strong chemical product. So what it's designed to do, Olaplex to do, it is you're putting in your chemical processes. So if you're getting like, a color, and your hair is already damaged. Keyword, your hair is already damaged. You're getting a color. Mm. It's supposed to help bring in that buffer to help the damaged hair. Now, what people do, and I think we've talked about this before, is it feels great. You use it one time, it feels great, and you're going to overuse the product. When we overuse something, it kind of works against you, right? So if you're using a product, uh, like a deep conditioning treatment, and I've said it before, if you use it too much, then the deep conditioning treatment, your hair might start feeling like a protein treatment worse than before because you're not, it's not designed to be used every day. Sometimes people kind of overuse the product. So that's kind of where I'm going at with, with Olaplex. Now, the at-home products, they do make at-home products, right, mm-hmm. because so many people – wanted to take this stuff home. I don't know if – I've never really recommended the at-home products to anyone because Olaplex was only designed for in-salon use only. 
right? And then there's a take home mm-hmm. that you took home with you. So I don't know if the other ones cause that or if, you know, they have, I have to get more, investigate and get more information. Does that make sense? Okay. To yeah. really yeah. see exactly what these um, clients were using for the Olaplex to really be at fault. In a sense, were they using stuff that's designed to be in salon? Or were they, were they strictly using the at-home stuff? Because the stuff that's in salon, if I use it on you on a regular basis, like you come in the salon once every eight weeks, one thing once every six weeks and you get it done, use it, that's normal. But if you're taking it home and you're using it every day or every other day or, you know, as a normal, that's a little extensive. So that's just one of those things that, you know, okay. got me questioning about this lawsuit. Okay. All right. So speaking of how often you get your hair done, um, if, if you, you are getting it chemically processed in some way, shape, or form, I read something not too long ago about stretching and whether or not it's good or bad. Are you familiar with the term? Stretching? Mm-hmm. What basically like what it is basically what it is that I, that I read was um, if you let's say should get your hair done every four to six weeks and maybe you decide to stretch that out from from that amount of time to maybe a little longer like six to eight weeks or, or eight to twelve or whatever um, can you talk about the pros and cons of doing that? It depends on the chemical service that you're getting done. So if you're getting done color, your hair growth is going to grow regardless (laughs) if you stretch it out or not. So you might have a little bit more of a regrowth than normal, okay? If you're getting a milder service like like a Brazilian blowout, you're probably going to – even it's not that mild, but you're probably going to notice that it's not as tameable or, you know what I mean? It's just some things you got to get used to. Um, if you're getting a relaxer, you can stretch out a relaxer. It just depends on the person. Some people can. Some people can. So it just depends on your hair. Um, sometimes if you're stretching out, like, certain, like, chemical services like a perm or, like, those, that changes the actual texture of the hair. Um, you may notice some breakage if you stretch it. Um, if you're trying to stretch it because you eventually want to stop getting them done, but you're just not ready to stop cold turkey, um, this is one of those things where you might just notice some breakage. That's the only thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just up to you. So have you, well, you don't, you use, you're natural, right? You don't use the chemicals anymore, right? Correct? No, I don't use any chemicals anymore. Um, and I just stopped cold turkey. So I never did the stretching method. Um, okay. But I've had some clients in the past do it. And some, it works beautiful. Like we do the stretching, it works beautiful. Some, we know it's breakage. Okay. Um, because it's like it's like you're you're scalping your hair and used to a routine, right? 
So it mm-hmm. just depends on the person. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to ask you about um, something I saw on Invisible Locks. So we're here with stylist and nurse Candace Thomas, and if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are here with stylist and nurse extraordinaire Candace Thomas. And the number, if you have any questions or comments, is 516-387-1944. So, Candace, um, I, and I don't really, to be honest, uh, I don't think I've ever gone to TikTok, but I did, when I was looking at um, kind of just getting some updates on what's going on with with hair care. Um, there's apparently tutorials and stuff on TikTok um, about invisible locks. Can you talk a little bit about what those are and, uh, you know, how safe they are and um, how long they last and anything, you know, any type of updates that you have on those? I honestly don't have that much information about invisible locks. Um, okay. Reason being is, I really didn't do. I, I called myself more of a natural hairstylist about you know actual hair care. Mm-hmm. And the visible locks were coming into play as I was um, okay. kind of leaving the market in a sense. I do yeah. think it's like a um, more like a, a protective style type thing that they were doing. Um, mm-hmm. And I do know that they last about three to four weeks, depending on the hair type, um, far as, like, exactly on how it does. Um, some, I don't know, you know. Well, well, I guess one of the things that made me kind of curious is that how are they different from regular locks or I think I've heard sister locks or, or whatever? I I know that you know, people change stuff up to try to um, make things trendy, but I was just curious if you knew whether or not uh, there was some sort of specific uh, difference or reasons uh, that they were called invisible locks, per se. Well, it's because it's not crocheted in. So so how they were doing the locks before, um, they were those, like, um, those... Not the butterfly locks. I don't know the trim of it. They were kind of like braiding the hair, like your actual hair, um, in a plait, and then they were crocheting it into like um, a fake, a synthetic lock that was man-made, right? And they kind of twist it around. 
this way they kind of don't do it that way. They don't they don't um, blend your hair into it. They kind of like uh, crochet it in. They kind of like blend it into the hair. And so it's a new method um, that come out into the market in the sense of how to get it done. I think for this, you know, some people say that they receive the hairline. Any type of braiding or or pulling of the hair can receive the hairline um, to a mm-hmm. certain extent. Um, but as far as, like, the actual method, this one is totally new to me. I think it's new to a lot of people. And I think, you know, what's new, it, it does entice the customer. It's like, oh, I'm going to get this new thing called a visible lock. Um, so it doesn't blade the hair down, doesn't crochet the hair into the into the um, extension. They kind of wrap it around the hair. Um, is it safer? Is it better? It's to be known. <laughs> That's the part I don't know. You know what I mean? It's to be known. Right. Is it safer? Is it better? It's right. new. Okay. It's, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, like I said, I, you know, being that I, I don't get these styles, but I wanted to kind of get up, you know, get updated on it and try to, you know, relay whatever information that there was available on it. You know, I just wanted to see, like I said, you know, every now and then I hear about different types of lots or different, you know, uh, you know, trends. And, you know, sometimes we just never know uh, what what those are. So let me ask you uh, this. Uh, weather's been going back and forth. Uh, and, you know, I know you do certain things when it's hot and you do certain things when it's cold. But we're having, for example, we're having a week now where it's it's chilly. It's cold. It's like, well, Florida standards, okay. Uh, I think it was 50-something this morning when I left out. Um, but later this week it's supposed to go, you know, upper 80s or whatever possibly. Um how difficult is that with maintaining uh, healthy hair and maintaining nice-looking hairstyles? The difficult part is maintaining moisture when it's, like, going this up and down. Um, and other hair across the board is maintaining moisture when it goes from hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold. I don't want to say hot. Let's say warm, cold, warm, cold, because it hasn't really been, like, Florida hot. But when I say hot, I mean, like, August. Um, so it has a, it's maintaining the moisture is the, is the biggest thing and moisture period on your skin, um, and not just your hair, but your skin as well. So you're just going to have to find that happy medium. Now, when we're in these months, still continue on with your regimen of your, your deep conditioning, um, treatments once every week or every two weeks, whatever your pattern is, and going back and adding in, like, uh, a daily oil, depending on your hair texture. I've noticed in, even in my daughter's hair, um, it's hard to retain moisture in her hair. And she's a baby, and she has that new hair, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard to retain moisture going from, you know, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, and it's looking dusty. Right. So, <laughs> so it's it's just one of those things that we just have to um, kind of keep a check on until it gets to a consistent spring, um, because we are slowly getting out of the winter months. Because this is the month mm-hmm. where it turns, right? Or is it March? Um, uh, 
well, I mean, it, I guess you could say March probably will be, uh, I guess, end of this month, beginning of March, probably when it turns more. Um, I was reading somewhere they say uh, January is usually the coldest month. So supposedly exactly. uh, that's behind us. Um, but, you know, like I said, then you then you get uh, little snippets like, like this. Um, so just wanted to find out if there was just something in particular. And then like you, like you say though, skin and hair and a lot of it's keeping it moisturized. And a lot of that, I think we have to uh, really stress again for a lot of people. A lot of that has to do also with, you know, internalizing the water, you know, uh, making sure that you, you're hydrated, even when, you know, you don't feel like drinking a lot of water, you know? Right. So, yeah. So um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is I saw an article that uh, kind of bothered me. You know, we, we go through so much of this stuff with just uh, dealing with our hair in general in terms of how it looks, you know, and, and how, how what is professional and everything. I saw an article about a woman uh, that she was losing her hair, I guess, and she wore a cap, and then um, she said interviewers were calling her head cap unprofessional, you know. And that just really bothered me because it's like, you know, if, if there's extenuating circumstances, this is not something that, you know, she can help. And if, she, if, and if you know, there's a health issue, it, maybe she can or can't wear a wig. She shouldn't necessarily have to wear a wig. Um, but what that, what does it have to do with her job performance? I mean, the, so um, have you um, encountered this with maybe any of your uh, customers at all? Have you ever, ever had anybody that talked about any problems they had on the job because of what they did or didn't do with their hair? Yeah, you kind of do see that a lot. Um, and I think it comes from ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's not a color of your skin or texture of your skin type thing. I think it comes across the board because I have had a, a patient who didn't want to um, wear her a wig because her, her skin was um, really agitated by the fibers. Um, mm-hmm. She was going through chemo. So she would wear a cap. And so she was going for another interview somewhere, and we were concerned about her wearing a cap. And so um, I I showed her how to do a head wrap, right? And she wasn't um, uh, of any kind of, Af- like, African-American or Caribbean. She was Caucasian. And she said she even got questions about the head wrap because even though it wasn't a cap or a ball cap or a, a scully, it still wasn't, you know, typical, right? But mm. again, she's going through something. So I think it comes with ignorance. It is upsetting when you hear about things like that because people still want to look beautiful and they're conscientious and if you just pay attention, if they don't have any eyebrows, right, <laughs> mm. they probably are going through something. You get what I'm saying? And, right. right. And a lot of times, some of these people that are interviewing, especially women, are men. And I feel that sometimes men don't understand 
the things that women go through, okay? Because then if she was to come in with her bald head, would they say some, oh, she doesn't have any hair. She, she may not be able to physically be able to do the job, right? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that in 2023 we would think it was changed, but, it, of course, it's still happening. So through education, Uh Um, it's our best tool through education. And you would think that these days men would be a little bit more sensitive because you've got men kind of grooming a little bit more often and men men are also being, they're wearing different styles and being judged by those styles as well. So, um, and that's something I wanted to talk to you about too, something I've noticed with men's hairstyles. So, we're going to take a quick break. We are here with Candace Thomas, a hairstylist and nurse. And the number, if you have questions or comments, is 516-387-1944. Dee's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. And then welcome back to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And it is the Hair Care Hotline, the second Monday of the month on G's Power Hour, here with Candace Thomas. And if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. Candace, one of the things I've noticed, especially, I I guess I'll say on the football field, I don't necessarily notice it too much um, in the other sports that, you know, predominantly male sports. But I have noticed on the football field that men are wearing their hair longer. And I'm part of my concern is a variety of things, getting it caught up in the helmet. I don't know what how the helmets are structured. Um, getting them caught up in, um, you know, just in, in a tackle or something, or someone pulls the hair for some reason. Uh I'm, so noticing that, I'm just wondering, are men as men don't seem to be as careful in some cases with their hair as women? What are you seeing? Yes, I know. You know, I the, I noticed that men are actually more OCD about their hair than women. I think that's really that they've always been that way. Oh yeah. Even if you have a male, and I had a lot of male clients coming to see me to get their hair cut or styled, they are they have more routine than their wife. Wow. They have more of a hair routine than their wife, right? Mm. Um, so they are more, like, I think that's, again, the, the uneducation uh, educated for women, unless the woman knows her man that she's that way, that he's that way, Right. Um, like mm-hmm. my husband is can be pretty um, anal about his hair because um, he has dreadlocks, right? Okay. So it just depends on the male. Um, my son is now really into his hair. Like, oh, mom, I need your haircut. He brushes it. He oils it. He makes sure it's clean and he's washing. He's in the mirror looking at it. See if it has waves. And it's short. It's cut short, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, 
men are not, I can't say that they're more careless than women. I can say that they, a lot of men are very careful with their, with their hair. If they're bald, they're probably not as careful. But even the bald ones, believe it or not, they're bald. They get like, mm-hmm. you know, scalp facials. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, they get their skin, make sure their skin is taken care of. They, they put oil on their, on their, on their bald heads. So I think um, they're not as, they're definitely not as careless. I, I, it's, a, it's a different type of grooming. Right, because if you ever mm-hmm. shop at Target, I know Target has it this way. I don't know about not really Walmart, but Target has a whole aisle dedicated to men shaving beards, um, yeah. beard oil, beards. Yeah, I've oil noticed more of hair. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, um, very various lines for for that, you know, which I'm glad to see. You know, um, yeah. They have a product out there now called Young Kings, and it's a hairline product for young men in their in their locks and their curls and their journeys, right? So, mm-hmm. if they, and it's all it's a pretty full line called Young Kings. Um, so yeah, these these men, boys, males, they're they're really into it. Well, that's good. So, I mean, because then hopefully maybe uh, with the the men being more uh, strategic about uh, their hair care and stuff like that, maybe uh, it'll help get some of our women back on track. Because I, I, I have seen, uh, and I, I shouldn't talk much. I, I'm I'm really kind of lackadaisical about mine. But, uh, you know, I, it, a lot of that comes from trying to figure out what to do with it after I go swimming. So, uh, I'm not taxing it too much, but um, you know we, we've, we've got to get do better about our our hair care and our appearance as well. And I'm not just talking about chest care. There's some other things too. But anyway, I did want to ask you about that because, I, like I said, I had noticed that there had been so many more um, men that uh, are growing the hair out and everything. And and it's funny that. You know, I guess you go through phases and stuff like that. Um, men go through them just as well as women do, you know, between uh, the afro and then the ball head and then, you know, growing growing the hair out in locks and, what, you know, what other kinds of styles that you have. Um, so, but that, that hasn't, that's been, I guess, through the course of history too. I mean, uh, most of the pictures you see of Jesus are long hair. So, right. Most of them. Yep. So, so it's that time. Is that um, coming up tomorrow? You know, it's it's the day uh, that we celebrate uh, love, Valentine's Day, and people kind of want to get a little dressed up. They may be going out, or they may be taking pictures, or or whatever. Um, what types of styles are you seeing or recommending, especially something that I guess it, it would be more special or romantic uh, for men and women, both? Well, first, let's talk about your skincare. You're going to want guys. Guys, we were talking about our these beard oils. I think you mm-hmm. should invest in it because if you're going to rub cheek to cheek with your lady. Don't have your beard feeling all like a Brillo pad, okay? 
oil it up. Make it sure it's moisturized. And that's across the board on cultures and texture. It's funny when I see um, even, like, blonde hair, straight hair guys with beards. Their beard feels rough, too. Y'all don't have soft beards because your hair and head soft. So make sure the beard is moisturized, okay? Um, number one. Okay, let's take care of that. Number two, um, moisturize your face, guys. Make sure your face is moisturized. Again, if you have dry skin, y'all know what your dry feet feel like. So you don't want to be rubbing cheek to cheek with some dry skin, okay? Because I know most likely our ladies are going to make sure that their face is moisturized. But I do want to say ladies, moisturize your face. But also, guys, moisturize that face. If you shave because, you know, you get that stubble. A stubble doesn't feel good on us. Just saying, nothing romantic about that stubble. <clears throat> as far as hairstyles, I just say make sure you just play it simple and, and um, simple. Um, I'm not really a big person into like doing the most with your hair um, in general. Um, so, you know, maybe ladies start um, if you have texture hair, start your prep off today. Wash your hair tonight. Prep your hair. Maybe do like a twist. You can do a twist up tomorrow so that way it will last. Um, so start it tonight. Do a deep, if you have done a deep conditioning treatment in the world, do it today. So that way it's soft for Valentine's Day, right? Um, and then for our guys, if you need to go to the barbershop and you haven't been, there's not very many barbershops that are open on Monday, but if you can find that one guy that is open, go ahead and take advantage of it. If not, just make sure your neck is taken care of if you have short hair. And then, again, for our guys, textured or non-textured hair, prep your hair today. Prep it today. Use some conditioner. Use some moisturizer. Some of our guys that are that does wash their hair every day because they feel like they got to wash their hair from head to toe, use some moisturizer. And don't feel that you have to take your lady out. You can do something really nice and romantic at home, in the house, for your spouse, your partner, your loved one. Um, so keep it simple. I got an idea. I was thinking about when you were talking about feet and stuff like that, although uh, my feet are hideous. I don't recommend <laughs> I don't I don't let my husband get near my feet that much. But um but one of the things I was saying was I was thinking is, you know, a nice and it doesn't have to be anything extensive, but if you get a nice scrub and just a you know, a one of those shallow foot tubs that you fill with water or whatever, um and get a towel and just, you know, turn on the nice music or whatever and dim the lights and everything and take turns you know, giving each other, you know, foot massage. People don't realize how much pressure there is on the nerves of your feet, especially if you're in a profession where you're standing or walking a lot. But even if you're not doing that, but you need to get more circulation to that area if you're you're sitting a lot or, you know, or if you're wearing heels or like even my mom used to talk about how, if you switch uh, shoe heights a lot, like, you know, for me, I go to the gym in the morning, but then, you know, after the gym and everything and after the swim, you know, I put on, on heels and then I, and then I come home and I like to walk around barefoot in the house. 
So, but that changing of, of heels kind of messes with your, you know, of heel heights messes with your feet as well. And so if you're able to kind of just sit down and just make it a moment where you have some downtime and you could, you know, use a foot scrub and some warm water and a towel or whatever and, and you know, just relax each other by massaging each other's feet, it's it's a nice time to spend some time and actually, because actually, it doesn't take a lot of thought process, you know, but don't rush it, you know. But it's a way of also having some downtime to actually have a conversation for a moment without the distraction of, let's say, the television. You can turn the television off or whatever, you know. Uh, just just have that moment, you know. That's a, that's a, I think that's a nice thing to do too. So, And you can even do that with the hands. Doesn't even have to be feet. You can even do that scrub with the hands. You know, wash the hands. You know, uh, do the scrub with the hands, and, and also after you wash the, the scrub off, you know, some nice moisturizer for the hands or whatever. Something even maybe with a mild, nice scent that's not going to irritate the skin. So that's just just yeah. A thought but you're gonna think there. that's a great idea if you have kids. You know, I have a small one here, and there's it's mm-hmm. hard. It'll be hard for me to go find the baby. Babysitter in the middle of the week to go out mm-hmm. somewhere. So, you know, that's where a lot of that keep it simple coming from because, you know, if you're a young family, you have a young mm-hmm. kid, you know, it's it's yeah. not as convenient to go out. And right. I'm not a crowd person since the pandemic, in a sense. So <laughs> it's going to be crowded everywhere, right? Um, so, what can we do at home? Still look nice. Still have my hair night looking nice for the mm-hmm. day. And what mm-hmm. can we? That's a great idea because I just got a new scrub by a by a lady from uh, Swag Ink Soaps, and mm-hmm. I know, baby. She doesn't want to be left out either. So what you can do also to. I mean, if you don't want to necessarily do or can't do the romantic thing, but you have, you know, kids and stuff like that, this is a good time to to get them interested in taking care of themselves in grooming. So you could start with, you know, you know, this is how you this is give instructions. Okay, this is how you do self love. You know, this is how what you should do. To, to massage, you know, your, if you don't have anybody to massage your own feet, massage your, you know, massage your own hands, you know, and these are the type of products you use, you know, so right. it's, it's a good idea to maybe make it something about self-love and self-care, you know, or, you know, care for each other. I agree. Yeah. We agree. Yeah. <laughs> See? So um, anyway, if you have ideas and suggestions, too, for um, Valentine's Day activities that don't necessarily require a lot, you know, the number is 516-387-1944. We'd love for you to share your ideas here, too. So we're going to take another break. We're here with Candace Thomas, nurse and stylist extraordinaire. And this is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We will be right back. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. 
Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Um, don't forget to join us on Thursday. It is Tech Thursday here on G's Power Hour. And then on Friday, Friday in the Garden, I um, want to make sure that you uh, set aside some time to join us both on those days. In the meantime, we're back here with Candace Thomas. And the number, if you have questions or comments, is 516-387-1944. Um, what other ideas do you have, Candace? Um, a couple of other ideas that I, I do have is it's something like super simple um, and it's in the middle of the week. Um, I would say plan a dinner, just a dinner that you guys make together. I know sometimes one person makes a dinner and our household is now is either, either or, right? Because someone has to mm-hmm. tend to the kids. So, have the whole family involved in the dinner planning. Even bring the baby in there with the with the high chair in the kitchen just to kind of have the baby in there um, while you guys are, are doing the dinner together. So that could be an idea for a simple Valentine's Day celebration with everybody. And Valentine's Day, yes, it's supposed to be for that partner that you love, but also you love the people inside of your house, like your kids and maybe your fur baby. Um, so don't forget to leave them out of it, too, you know what I mean? Um, so trying to incorporate everyone in the household, especially those households that it's just not the two of you guys. Um, mm-hmm. So incorporate everyone in there. And then maybe make some time for yourself at night when everyone's asleep, which is our plan. Our plan is to make sure we take care of the kids. We're going to have a nice dinner with the kids and uh, making chocolate covered strawberries with our son and then um the the little one's gonna wear her her heart uh onesie and then once everyone goes to sleep we are going to dedicate some time to each other at that time by ourselves just have some glass a glass something simple i think we're just gonna have a glass of wine with some with a candle and just kind of sit and talk to each other you know do love Mm -hmm. expressions of affirmations of love towards each other which is what we decided to do this year so again you don't have to do it up we're not a valentine's day family anyway to be honest with you because um, mm-hmm. you should tell each other we love e- that you love each other every every day, but we do make sure that we bring it home. So, yeah, mm-hmm. something simple. Yeah, and I agree. You know, you should try to you know every day 
show love is the best way you can. You know, unfortunately, like in my case, for example, my husband and I, uh, during the week, it's 20 minutes a day, you know, and, and you're trying to pack everything into 20 minutes a day. But that's why the weekends are usually really important for us, especially Sundays, because those are the, those, that's the one day that both of us are off for sure, and we either, you know, try to take in a movie or, or you know, do something where we get a chance to just kind of hang out with each other, you know. So, uh, but yeah, definitely, you got to do your best to show love. I wanted to get back to something, Candace, with regards to hair care, really quick. Um, I know that there might be the temptation to, uh, maybe possibly do a, a hair color for. Okay. Uh, for for tomorrow, maybe I don't know, but I wanted to find out. You really probably should not do a hair color right before a particular event, right? I don't you have to worry about I, bleeding and stuff like that? I wouldn't do any chemical service right before an important event, personally, especially okay. myself. Let Let me just put that disclaimer out there. Because you can okay. do something, and um, any kind of any kind of chemical, anything that even means like mm-hmm. a chemical peel on your face, okay? Mm. Um, okay. Because what people don't realize about the chemical peel is is designed to make the skin peel, right? So then your skin peel, your skin is peeling the next day, and you're like, oh my god, the makeup doesn't go on nice. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that you shouldn't do before an event, okay? As mm-hmm. as far as a color, if it's a new color, you ain't never done this color before. Like this is not your normal roots. Like if you're going going through and you're like, I gotta touch up because my gray is showing. This is something I normally do. That's different, right? Mm-hmm. But right. we're talking like a whole new color change. Uh uh-uh, uh, honey, don't do that. Don't do that because then oh, it wow. might mess up the day before. The day before. And then you mm-hmm. like, don't have time to rectify it. Don't, mm-mm. no, 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 don't do, it. don't do it. You're gonna set yourself up for failure. This is something that you should do well in advance prior to the event. Okay, so if you're doing a color like you're retouching your roots, you've had this color for a while, or even twice. You know, you've done this color two times before, and you're just touching up your roots, and you've done this before couple of times and and there's nothing has gone wrong for you, you know, you're using the same thing, by all means, honey girl, do it. If you've never done it, don't do it. If you haven't had a relaxer in a long time, you're natural, and you want to relax your hair before the, before Valentine's Day, day before, don't do it. Go get away. Don't do it. Go get away. Yeah. If you've had a relaxer for a while, this is your normal routine, and you already know the expected outcome, okay, fine. You know, if you know nothing's going to change, you haven't changed the product, da 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 da, da. fine. If, you, if you're doing a, a, a character treatment, never have one done, don't do it the day before. So that's what I mean. If you've never done this color, you've never done this chemical peel, you've never done anything different, and it's different because you want to spazzaz yourself, you know. Don't mm-hmm. do it because a lot of times the outcome, if it's something that you can't fix right away, you won't be able to get in the next day to get it done, don't do it. 
Yeah, I, I and I'm glad you kind of went there with that because I was just thinking about, okay, if you did a hair color and then, you know, the next day you're sitting up and you've got this new hair color and you haven't washed the excess out or anything and you end up with, some, you know, either you're sweating for some reason, it's Florida, okay, or, you know, you have on white, maybe you shouldn't have with a red hair color or whatever, and you end up kind of getting it on your clothes or, you know, just not not the thing. But you really took it there with um, all the types of chemicals. So so let's, let's ask that, you know, the waiting periods and stuff like that. For example, you and I have talked about uh, when you get your hair done uh, before and after swimming. So I know, you know, like last week I didn't go to the gym. I did Zumba at home because um, I was, you know, getting my hair done. And I knew, okay, I'm not going swimming. And that's kind of my main reason for going to the gym. And I think I did go to the gym a couple of days. But I, I missed swimming like all last week because I was trying to uh, prepare for getting my hair done and, you know, prepare for you know, after getting my hair done, not not to have any chemicals um, intermixing with my hair at that point. So, um, but I'm glad you you talked about that. So, so Candice, how can people follow you online? I know you have a site on Instagram, correct? Yes. Yeah, so you can follow me, and my Instagram tag is Natural Candy. Um, it's um, N-A-T-U-R-I-C-A-N-D-I-E. Um, it's, it's kind of been that way for a long time, like natural Candace, but I can do that once I already took it. Um, it's also the same at, on TikTok. Like TikTok is more uh, family-oriented, so this thing is not really a lot of hair care stuff, but um, my Instagram is hair care. Um, thing. So TikTok is more like nursing pun jokes um, and family oriented. So, um, so if you have any questions, you can definitely hit me um, up by DMing me on Instagram, which is probably the fastest way to get me. If you have any questions about hair care or even um, some mild medical questions when it comes to uh, any questions you have with that, um, since I will be a uh, um, eye care nurse starting in March. So it's ICU. Oh, congratulations. Um, so um, mild, because ICU is a whole different animal um, when it comes to healthcare. So if you have any questions with that, let me know. Um, and I'm uh, also doing some education for a local cosmetology school local to my area. So um, oh, so good. I still be able to answer some some questions for you there. So just let me know. You are busy as as usual. So um, oh, goodness gracious, I had another question. It, it just left me, so that's okay. Um, oh, give me that. Well, never mind. I'll get it later, and I'll post it on G's Power Hour Facebook page because uh, I know the only stuff that I have is from before. So now I just I need to get everything updated. So we're going to do that. So, but anyway, thanks for the time, Candice. Really appreciate it. And uh, how's the little one? She is. She's been on me the whole time we've been talking. So she actually did. Yeah, I know. Remember, she sleeps. She actually did pretty good. So you know. 
good. I guess she good. she just wanted to be a part of the conversation. Yes, she did. That's why we said we got to make that tomorrow kind of a, a family thing. But you seem to have that all re- dedicated, all that planned out. So that's good. That's good. So talk again soon. Thanks so much. No problem. Anytime. And if you all have any ideas that you want uh, covered for the show, I'm trying to get people on to talk about uh, historic preservation of um, African-American grave sites. There's been a few cases lately where we're, you know, experiencing um, issues with uh, people purchasing uh, some of the land um, and not knowing what's there. And uh, we want to get somebody on to talk a little bit about that, especially since it's um, African-American History Month. Uh, and, and, you know, we want to make sure that our ancestors are respected. So hopefully we'll get somebody on to talk about that soon. Thank you for listening. This has been G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Be well, be blessed, be safe, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.